This is the 8-9 Combo. This is the 8-9 Combo. I am Rick McKay and I'm joined for a little look ahead at what rugby fans from all over the world can expect from our move into the big, wide podcast world on our own by Harry Jones. Hello, mate. Welcome back. How's it, Brett? So you want to putt with me again? Again, Listen, we're back. Mate, we, can, we, we can putt about the game and what is lame or tame or same and whether high tackles maim or are just bad aim. And we can putt about... Fame and how to frame or shame or blame Jamie George and muse about what of the flame we once had and have again. By the way, I like our name. <laughs> <laughs> a special poem oh, or a teaser episode. That's great. That is fantastic. Yeah, as we mentioned earlier in the week, you know us from the Raw Rugby Podcast, but we have decided to go our own way, officially launching the 8-9 Combo Rugby Podcast. And we have got a big launch week ahead of us next week, mate. Go forth now and tease the life out of who we have confirmed for episode next week, but not naming them. There has to be some there's be some intrigue still. I wonder who would be the best person to ask about where rugby is mm-hmm. going, where it came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it will grow and why it will grow and where and how we can stop going broke, mm. uh, what we can do to protect our heads, how we can recruit refs if they're all miserable and scared, like on the whistleblower documentary. And if we're driving them out uh, of the game. But also, but also yeah. they look pretty happy. Um, that's a good, that's a good doco. Um, what do, what do we do with the tiers, tier one, tier two? How can we have tier mobility? I wonder who we could ask about what our actual brand is. Are we an illusion game or are we a collision? Yeah. Um, and also why it's so fun maybe to say the B sound, the explosive sound of puffing the air in the mouth and stopping it by the lips for a microsecond and enforcing it out. Buh, buh, B. <laughs> what could be a name with a lot mm, of Bs in yeah, it? Yeah, it's a great question. And look, if anyone can answer any of those questions, uh, it is who we have got next week on episode one, uh, which we can't wait to bring you. Uh, We mentioned earlier in the week that we're really not changing much. Uh, A new name, yes, a new home with the team at the Sports Social Podcast Network, but our list of great guests is long and we've been reviewing it. Who are you looking forward to having another chat to at some point? Jeez. We've only spoken Uh. to 70 or 80 people, so... (laughs) I'm Birch, not Hugh Jackman, uh, Bosch from Buenos, uh, the sumo beast, Malheraba, Slithery Slipper, the lounge singer Kipu, yeah. uh, that man Eels, yeah. Manly Maloney, yeah. Talamansutu, the learned Larner, Rian Ragri, the, the other low, Lancaster, the Bachelor Book of You're Kells. You're just going through the whole list. I love man. Sarah Nikama. Yes. Uh, the Bachelor. The Bachelor. We got a, the Bachelor was on for about 20 seconds and then he was gone. We, we didn't have, have him on back. enough. No, that's true. Yeah. What about your man, Tiger McKellar? I mean, yes. he's at Leicester Tigers. would love to. Now, we so. spoke to him. He'd just come back from his first trip to the Midlands to inspect facilities after yeah, signing the deal. Exactly. So yeah. it'd be fantastic to hear from him again now to see how things are going. Look, I'd 
I'd love to hear from, uh, we had a great chat with Matt Tolmua, end of the first season. Yeah. It would be fantastic to hear how the Japanese game the is going. Yeah. What of the Dinobores, exactly. And up in the first, up in the top division too. Um, yeah, it'd be great to hear like the Japan, the top league, it's not the top league, League One is just going gangbusters, isn't it? So, yeah, looking forward to that. I'd love to get more into around the Champions Cup of the European competitions and all that. I'd yeah. love to to get in and around that. We spoke some, to some great people um, in and around Europe who who I can't wait to 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 get back to. So, mate, let's um let's catch up a bit. We haven't actually had a proper pod chat since the Rugby World Cup final. What has kind of happened over the southern here southern hemisphere summer that we need to talk about? How do we summarise three and a half months into less than five minutes? I mean, the straight line between head coaches of a country, a proud nation like Australia, mm. is always eager. They're always they're always eager guys, right? So Checker, Jones, Schmidt, <laughs> maybe even a little bit tiny in a quiet way, Rennie. They're all like they really think they know everything. Yeah. You know, they they think they know best. That's you have to do that. Otherwise, you cannot have a no. job. I just think Joe Schmidt brings along with yes. the methodology that the Wallabies actually need. Yes. Just the patient building blocks where you make almost all your players a little bit better instead of always relying on selection to to Gavin and say, yeah, but they should know what they're supposed to do. I think Joe Schmidt assumes they don't know what they're supposed to do at the test level and patiently yes. builds the little processes. And you see that in Ireland now and why they're able to – uh, defeat the French is because you can kind of keep slotting in different people as long as the entire academy system and the, yes. the main point yes. is explained. If a, if, a, if a 10 from Munster and Connor and Ulster all know how to play, they can slot in to the national team and replace a bloke from Munster. You're right. And what I like about what I've heard from Schmidt so far is that he – yeah, he knows a lot about the game, but he doesn't pretend he knows a lot about the Australian game. And so he's he's mm. said, "I'm just going to sit back and watch." And he'll he's a smart guy. He'll talk to people. He'll he'll work out what his strengths are. He'll work out what he needs to tweak. But he will build his game around the strengths of Australian players. He won't try and reinvent the wheel. That's not going to happen. And so I think we're actually starting to hear from the Australian players genuine excitement that they could actually play a game that actually suits them and not a game yeah, that I think so you know, too. might have been successful six years ago. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to getting into the Six Nations again, mate. The first weekend was ah, first weekend was brilliant. really interesting, wasn't it? Like um I think I think Sean Edwards told his team uh to kick the ball to the right uh and he meant the right wing <laughs> Nash the kid yeah. and instead it was a failure it was like uh i'd yeah. and it was the wrong way and it went to james Lowe all the time and james Lowe just said thank you, thank very, you much. very much they just looked let me show you what a howitzer they looks looked like. like a shadow of themselves of, of, of their their rugby world cup form france and actually so they did wales so did wales yeah, they like they were world the leaders a, in, in the during the world cup the french looked a little bit unfair yeah. like i just felt like they returned to that kind of french way of maybe not being completely fit and uh they also were just doing the long kick strategy against a team like ireland has a yeah. better long kicker italy looked really good 
And I'm fascinated by this because I'm fascinated by the fact that Benetton are still running second or third in the IRC in the URC. And so, you know, are we finally reaching this the stage where, you know, decent competition form is now building into the national team in Italy. Like they just look really, really good against England. It was such a waste those 24 years or so where they just seem to be um, going just, in circles. Yeah. And it, it does feel like there's a little bit different. So there has been the under 20s promise yeah. for a while now. But I think you put your finger on it, the Benetton, uh, it takes that's, someone that's doing fascinating during the year. What, what, has, yeah. what have they suddenly done at Benetton for this new season where they've just flicked a switch and all of a sudden they are beating everyone everywhere in the URC? It's, no, it's no. incredible. No, no. It's incredible. Champions Cup rolls on. We're heading to round 16 soon. Super Rugby Pacific trials have begun in Australia. In Japan, the Blues got a touch-up last weekend. Crusaders got done by Munster. The clash of the champions. <laughs> the Irish are going to be insufferable. Yes. They're at the top of the, the rugby world right now. They've got big mullet McCarthy going around. They've got... Uh, they got monsters just destroying people, including those Crusaders. I don't know. It's it's, it's a very interesting time for Ireland. They are definitely mm. at this is the hey, heyday of Irish rugby, and and it's it's good to see. For me though, the big the big uh, drops have been the documentaries, yes. the dueling documentaries. I oh. watched Full Contact. I was kind of a little bit underwhelmed. There are rugby docos dropping from everywhere right now, aren't there? And listen, let me tell you something. The whistleblowers thing is so not contrived. Yeah. It's obviously you got to you get to see Angus Gardner make uh, breakfast for his kids. It's a little bit contrived because you know why would you have a camera crew in your <laughs> in your kitchen? Well, but I mean, uh, we'll the ask idea Angus that of, next time we have him on. <laughs> once it switches off of that and it takes you to uh, the World Cup, it's beautiful. The footage yeah. because it's different. You're behind the shoulder of the man walking out into the cauldron. The literal man walking into the arena with. Everyone telling him, we're going to save you, protect you, but they cannot. No. You are literally alone, fed to the wolves. And um, and really, the, the scenes and you know the shadow that Gus goes through on pregame, unbelievable. Yeah. Like literally I, mimicking his calls and thinking about it ahead of time. I can't wait to, to get into that. And I haven't seen a minute of either of those two yet, but I can't wait to get into whistleblowers and particularly to, to follow Angus Gardner. Having spoken to him last year, and we, got, we all got mm-hmm. – just superb insight into the amount of preparation and review, particularly that professional referees do. So, I can't wait to actually see that. Having had that conversation with him, it's it's going to be fascinating. And of course, from an Australian sense, mate, the the the, the much awaited, much anticipated uh, Wallaby Doco, fly on the wall Doco, built around the Eddie Jones year <laughs> drops in a couple of weeks. So I think the same week of. That Super Rugby Pacific starts, and that's going to be fascinating for so many reasons. You might be on that, right? Well, it's going to be awkward if we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be awfully awkward if we are. But look, I'm, yeah, it's it's rugby doco season all of a sudden, isn't it? So yeah, check those out. Would love to hear from people what they're liking, what they haven't liked so much. We're we're fascinated to hear how that's all going out. But mate, I think. That is our second teaser done for the 8-9 combo. All that's left now, mate, is to get ready for episode one next week. It'll drop next Wednesday morning Australian time, Tuesday night and evening in those parts of the rugby world behind us in the time zones. And, mate, we have got 
about as big a guest coming up next week for our official episode one as they come in the world of international rugby. Are you, are you excited? Are you prepping questions already? Big. Yeah. Big. I just want to focus on the explosive power of the word of the letter yep. B. No, it's a good one. It's a good one. Until then, the pod is on the socials at 8-9-Combo on Twitter, on Instagram, and also on YouTube uh, where we'll put up uh, video episodes each week uh, once we once we get going. These teaser, this teaser episode will be up there now. You could be watching us already. So give us a follow, give us a like, a subscribe, um, interact with the pod directly. We can't wait to talk to you. Harry and I are still on the socials in all our usual places at Harry Baldy Jones and at BMC Sport. Um, we are starting from scratch on the ratings and the review front, so please leave one if your pod, pod platform allows it. Um, do all of that on YouTube and all that sort of stuff as well. And do like, follow, subscribe on your platform of choice, whatever it is, pod, visual, and ensure you get every new episode as soon as it drops. This is the 8-9 combo, the short side set piece combination you didn't realise you needed coming from the podcast combination you already had. I'm Brett McKay. He's Harry Jones. We'll be back in your ears with a massive first episode next week. Play with us.